Hi, and welcome to Half the Fun Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and each episode is a little time capsule and oral history uh, for my newborn son. Each episode, I hope to talk a little bit more in depth about something that really defines me or people that are part of my life. Here we go. This is a small excerpt between Ali and me, a little bit of an oral history about uh, Weston's birth. So it is addressed directly to Weston, but I hope you enjoy it as well. Right. So uh, this recording session is brought to you by Bartholomew Winery. We're drinking a per- Petite, Petite Verdot from 2014. Cheers. So Wes just turned nine months. Nine months, yeah. How are you feeling about being a parent right now? Nine months. What's, which changed, what's changed since last month? Uh, well, today I feel pretty good because we co-slept for the first time today ever. And we'd been holding out, trying not to sleep in the same bed. And we've been really good about it. But today, things were just a little off for Wes. And so I let him sleep with me in the bed. And it was so nice. I can see why so many people love doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just, i he's more responsive. I think he's learning what words mean and sitting up more and I think chatting more with us, saying ba-ba-ba and ma-ma-ma. I feel like he's super chatty. I feel like a switch flipped like one or two weeks ago and just as soon as he wakes up, it's a lot of ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Lots of talking. He used to do do lots of like grunts or a little sighs, but now it's definitely a lot of like talk. He's talking. Yeah. Yeah. I feel... Like he's trying to talk to me and say things, and I don't yet understand what he's saying. And it gives me something to look forward to later when he starts talking. <laughs> Are you still doing any baby signs with him? <laughs> really half-heartedly, <laughs> like maybe once a day. I'm like, all done? And I kind of like wave my hands, but I should just give up because I don't think he'll know. How are you feeling? Um, Good, yeah. I also feel like he is... Um... He's very responsive, which is terrific. He, uh, you notice that his two incisors are coming in, so he's yeah. got more teeth. He's more teeth? so he's been a little bit off. I know. Um, I think another big breakthrough, even in spite of his teeth coming in, has been that he's we've kind of eliminated one of his um, wake up periods at night, mm-hmm. which has been That's great. That's true. So That's been great. He's so coming. he's sleeping from about six thirty to six or four forty, four thirty. Yeah. Which is good, right? Because yeah. that's kind of when you want him to wake up, right? Yeah, because I get up for work at 5 a.m. So if he wakes up at 4.30, that gives me enough time to feed him and put him back or hand him to you or whatever mm-hmm. needs to be done. I feel like it's good. I'm not sure if you're feeling like you are getting more sleep, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm sleeping better. I am sleeping better when it comes to Wes. I am not sleeping better in that I still tend to wake up. Like, I think my body is trained or my insulin pump alarms at me or I have to get up to go to the bathroom because I'm used to getting up. But generally, it's I think it's on a gradual slope of getting better. Because there were bad times even at like six or seven months where he'd wake up at like midnight and then two and yeah. like five, yeah. right? And when are... he was younger, it was yeah. like 9 p.m., 12 p.m., and then like 3 a.m. Right. Yeah. So 
it's felt nice yes. to kind of get back to being more human. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. feeling more. Do you want to talk about the day that Wes was born? I think we've talked we've talked yeah. around the actual birth. Yes, yes, I would love to. Yeah, I love talking about his birth story. So let's set the stage. Yeah. So um, your like gestational due date was like what May fifteenth, May fifteenth or seventeenth, right something like there. that, and. Because of my diabetes and not wanting the placenta to fail or have problems, uh, the general advice is to induce a week before your due date. Because of your diabetes? Because of the diabetes. So we had a induction date of... May 11th. May 11th. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it was a Thursday that my induction date was set. Um it's true. And we'd been yeah. working pretty closely with, I mean, you were a rock star, like you'd gotten your um, insulin pump beforehand. You had dealt with right. this terrible doctor. Terrible gynecologist yeah. who was in his late 60s and all full, full of condescending, misogynistic advice about... <sighs> I just I just remember him, like, during our first meeting, and, like, he was giving us all this, like important information about like mm-hmm. how blood sugar affects like your fetus mm-hmm. but he's like oh yeah just make sure you wear your pump you know like i remember encountering like very pretty what was it yeah. like colleague yeah and we were for some reason both at a pool at a work conference and she you know was wearing a very nice bikini and yeah still had her pump. like don't don't be ashamed about your <laughs> pump you can wear it oh there's Wes crying yeah um yeah. you can Wear it on your bikini and you, you know, you don't have to feel self-conscious about it. Like my nurse friend who has it, she always felt so great. So don't you, don't you worry about wearing that bikini in your pump. And I just looked at him like, that is the farthest worry from my head right now. Like, are you, I just wanted to slap him. So it was nine months of comments like that and definitely would have left sooner if he wasn't like the top of the his field as far as managing diabetes and pregnancies all right and he like made you like hand fill all these charts out even though it was like electronic. oh yeah because he didn't want to do electronic records so i had to write down all of my blood sugars every day um eight or twelve yeah okay so but not to derail so we had a scheduled induction date of like may 11th -hmm. we had moved into so like the new house we moved into the new house in like March 4th, yeah. I think, was when we got the keys. Mm-hmm. And I had taken one week off before my induction date, I think, a week and a half or so. So I had been off work for a week before Wes was born. I think I was scheduled to stop work as soon as, like, I think the day before. The day before my induction date, yeah. Uh, so it was a Saturday, and because it was a Saturday, Jason was working on a bunch of house projects. Furiously, because, yeah. again, time was running out. And, like, we knew my folks were going to come up as soon as uh, you were born. So they were planning on coming up on the 11th. So I was trying to get, like, yeah. the guest bedroom ready and, like, the towel rack installed and the mm-hmm. guest bathroom, like, and all mm-hmm. these things. Because, mm-hmm. like, the house needed a And we just finished work. painting a bunch of stuff. Oh, yes. Yes. The painting, painting, which there's still so much painting left to do, but for another time. Uh, and I had had Melissa over early in the morning to talk about nannying and trying to iron out the details. Ah, that, that, yeah, because because she left like a half an hour, forty five minutes before this all started. And then 
I was installing that towel rack finally in the mm-hmm. guest bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, with we had just put up our wedding photo too, I think. Right in the hallway. Yes. And then we were meandering downstairs to the basement to hash out where we wanted to hang up some of our other diplomas and framed art and things like that. And then my water broke, but I <laughs> no, was standing no, yeah. there. No, you were in the... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we were both standing in the basement. Uh, and I'm glad I was standing, knowing what I know now, uh, in my pajama pants. And my water broke. But of course, like as a first time pregnant lady, I had no idea what your water broke felt like. And so I thought, oh, for sure, I peed myself because Wes, you're taking up so much room in my abdomen and putting so much pressure that I had to pee all the time. And maybe finally something just broke in me that I couldn't hold my bladder anymore and that I just peed everywhere. Uh, But it was a large amount of fluid. And I think I turned to you and said, I think my water just broke. Either that or I peed. I thought you shuffled up just to the bathroom No, I think I turned to you and I said, I think my water broke or I peed myself or something. And then I ran. To the bathroom. Well, and by run, I mean kind of waddled waddled (laughs) upstairs to the bathroom. Uh, And then I went to the bathroom and I was like, and my bladder was still full, like when I went to the bathroom. So I was like, I don't know if that was my bladder. I was like, okay, well, we'll see. And so I changed my pants put on fresh underwear and then lo and behold another like burst of water because what they don't tell you my assumption was when your water broke everything leaked out all at the same time and there was no water left but that is not the case because there's a baby in the way so you lose a little bit of water and then as the baby shifts a little bit more water and so there I was again with soiled pants (laughs) and so then I had to put on Right. Protective gear. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I mean, we'd taken like a birthing class in terms of what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't really cover like your water breaking early in depth because it's not super, it's not rare, but it's not common. It's like 10% of women. 10 to 20% of women. So like, it was literally like a small paragraph, like a small box in like this 30 page manual. Yeah, yeah. Because it was always the contractions would come first is what we heard. And I had been having irregular contractions yeah. that weren't the, like practice contractions right. that we weren't worried about but usually like in your mindset there it's usually well we i wasn't even paying attention to it because like we knew we we're going to be induced mm-hmm. so i was like oh well planning for that day planning for that mm-hmm. day and even if like you would come early like with most contractions like you can like hang it at out for a while for, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hours yeah so i was like expecting that but yeah. then like your but I think, like, I think I knew that once your water breaks, you pretty much want to go to the hospital right. because you don't know how quickly and once that protective layer is gone, they there's bacteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we called the hospital and I was like, I think my water broke, but I'm, I still wasn't. I was like 97% sure my water broke, but how do you know? Uh, and so they told us that we could either wait an hour and see if like more water came out indicating that the water had broke. Um, but I already knew that more water and they're like, or you can just kind of come on in. And we were so nervous. Well, not too bad. We were just kind of a little surprised that it was happening. I think we were a little surprised. Like fortunately, 
between the two of us, like we had already packed our go bags and like mm-hmm. everything we needed. So we weren't like mad we scrambling ready. around the house. It was yeah. mainly just like, yeah. is everything loaded into the car? Yeah. Like, are these the clothes yeah. you want to yeah. wear to the hospital? Like you had packed your, <laughs> you had packed your soiled underwear. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I was like, it's like a scene of a crime. I don't know if it's pee or water, you know, my water broke. So I need to bring the evidence so that they can fully examine it. And we knew that, I mean, granted, it was like two o'clock when we left. Um, but we had yeah, a Yeah, my water t- broke at 1 p.m. And we did take our time. We didn't like, panic. We, did, yeah. we took our time to like load up the car and call your parent. Or yeah. no, no, we, we no, set no, up Sibo, no. the cat. We set up Sibo. So that he was set for a while. Yeah, but so, we were both kind of we were just like, oh shit, oh shit, this is it. This is when we have a baby. It's true. So we drove up to UW Medical Center, which took a. I mean, granted, traffic wasn't bad because it was a Saturday, which was nice. Yeah, and that was something compared like, to our friends who some of them had to go during like rush hour morning yeah. traffic. Oh, that would have been awful. So we we get there and like they're really nice and like they put us in a little waiting room because like mm-hmm. they're pretty. Full. It was the boat weekend too. So it was like, the boat race yeah, weekend, so like Mont Lake was closed. Yeah. It's like all these alternate, secret alternate routes we had planned out were mm-hmm. like nothing in ways was just like, nope, go on I-5. Right, right, right. So we like get to that medical center, we park, like we're not, we're still not worried. I mean, mm-hmm. like we kind of know, but like. We know, we had been, been there. Thankfully, I'd gone to the hospital freaking twice oh. a week for forever to get oh. West checked up to make sure everything was healthy the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we knew exactly where to park knew exactly where to go and they knew we were coming because we told them we were on our way so we get there we get checked in i'm still leaking water but thankfully i have Mm -hmm. like pad in now um and and we tell the nurse like we just need to know we just want to make sure and she went ahead and she did not need my soiled underwear (laughs) she just just tested the fluid um, and she was really I remember she's really nice and like, no I think her name was like Nicole or Nikki Nikki, Nikki yeah. was her and name. like she's like well you know you can't see a doctor right now because like they're they're kind of dealing with some they like, were dealing with another thing birth I think at and the so time. we were like in this tinier little area but it, she was still like really calm she was super nice really chill like because she was exactly like she's what she's, we needed and definitely we were not the first like mildly nervous unconfused parents parents coming, coming in yeah um and so she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think well, we got... Yeah, yeah. She, she was like, yeah, your water's... Yeah, you're ready. So I was like, oh, well. Yeah. That's... And then I think that's when you got really nervous, Jason. Or, like, you started... Well, I probably called my parents mm. right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then so his parents, meanwhile, were packing up and getting in the car to drive out here. That's true. And then I probably emailed work because, I mean... I mean, it, fortunately, it wasn't that, that busy time. Yeah. And I purposely started had started winding down, like, my mm-hmm. schedule. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, well, baby's yeah. early, so... And it was kind of quiet at the hospital, because, like, nice? it's yeah. a weekend, yeah. so there wasn't a that much going, going on. on. Yeah. But they got us checked in into the delivery room. Mm-hmm. They put an IV catheter in me, which I still, to this day, if anyone asked me what was the worst part... There was definitely some really bad parts, and I'm not saying this is the worst part, but it's one that I remember being more painful than I felt like it should have been because they put an 18 gauge catheter in my vein, which is like humongous, uh, and it I'm hurt would... so much to get that IV <laughs> catheter agree, in. Agree to disagree, because <laughs> no, I mean there was many things that were more painful later, but I was not. Ex- you know, you're used to blood draws and like little needles, and this thing was humongous. I mean, I know what 18 gauge catheters are. 
I don't know. Anyway. So they put that in, like, they, because we were high-risk pregnancy, like, mm-hmm. your mom had to wear this, like, mon- fetal monitoring heartbeat oh, yeah. thing. Oh, Sorry, I'm, I'm bringing up a picture right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so she had this little cart she was Well, and into- then the, I was hooked up to IV fluids. Um, they had, sure, they sure. put me on IV insulin as well, and then a couple other things. So I had this humongous cart pole that had four pumps on it all pumping different fluids into me through this painful IV catheter and it was like monitoring your mom's heartbeat it was monitoring your heartbeat yeah um like this is weird lap band like she had this cart whenever she had to go to the bathroom like I had to help your mom like navigate in and wheel a cart in yeah we had a strict rule when we got married of like not going to the bathroom in front of each other and that rule was definitely broken because I needed your dad to wheel things in Sure. After me. <laughs> and then, is that when they gave you the... <sighs> they gave me something first called misoprostol. Right. Um, the doctor... The nursing staff there was great. The doctors were... They lacked a little bedside manner. But uh, they're talking about just waiting to see if my contraction started versus giving me a drug to help the contraction start, um, you know, get get things into motion since we were kind of on a time limit after my water broke. Uh, and I was a little nervous about it, but decided to go with what the doctor recommended. So I took the mesoprostol um, orally. And then I think within, because I was having slightly irregular contractions before that, but then they started about an hour or two after that, they started coming more quickly and more strongly. Right. And so the stuff I remember pretty clearly, um, your mom might not remember quite as clearly. No. She was in a lot of pain. <laughs> so, so I kind of chuckle about that 18-gauge thing. Yeah. Like, that might be the part you remember most clearly. Yeah, I think like, I remember it because I was conscious and nothing else was happening in my body at that point. So, so my um, recollection is So you had some strong. really, like, irregular and long contractions, like three... Well, there was... Because we got checked in at 3 o'clock... And then it wasn't probably until 7 or 8 p.m. Because we had dinner. Like, I was having some contractions, but they were mild and totally bearable. Right. It was that early phase of of labor. Um, Which was fine. But then I think it was, like, after dinner, shortly after dinner, that they started to become very strong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you could say transitional at that point, but it was kind of where they got a lot stronger when I think our, our labor class told us, you know, if they can still talk during the contractions, it's not, it's right. still the beginning part. But if you can't talk and then during those contractions, I definitely could not talk and could only grunt and <clears throat> scream. So anyways, we were trying to do a lot of pain control at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, your mom uh, would have these really long, like, because like you could tell. And I didn't have any pain control on board yet. Right. Like he could, there was a monitor though where we could track the contractions and the length and intensity and like. Your mom's contractions were like really regular and really long. Yeah, they were like four or five minutes long. Right. And then what was disconcerting or I don't know how, like I remember being not like mildly nervous. Like I remember the nurses were a little bit worried because like Wes's heartbeat dropped quite a bit. Would drop. And my blood pressure was going up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they gave you something for your my blood blood pressure pressure to bring it down. And they were definitely worried about Wes. His heartbeat, which I don't remember that. I'm glad they didn't 
I think like they did say something out loud and I vaguely registered. They were, they were really good. So we had two nurses in the night shift and, or. Oh yeah. At this point. And they were, they were. Nikki had left and Rita and someone else in training took over. Um, But they were really nice, but definitely like I could tell Mm it's like, cause they were like a little quiet about it, Mm -hmm. but they were really good bedside manner. Mm -hmm. But mainly it was just about your mom's like pain control. Like we tried a bath and a shower, which helped for like a a hot second. Yeah. Yeah, the shower helped her, like, a little bit. So, like, I was in, like, the bath with your mom. Yeah. Like, you know, she's, like, moaning. <laughs> like, a dying, like, this dying whale. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> it's true. And, and then for some reason in my delirium, because I get set in my ways, I... Because it had been probably 36 hours since I had taken a shower. Because Saturday morning, right, right. I woke up and was being lazy. I was still in my pajamas. I hadn't showered right. from the day before. And in my head, I didn't want to be super gross because I knew I wasn't going to be able to take a shower for a while after mm. the birth. So I was like, even though I'm screaming in pain. And like I'm hooked up and to I a could, million things. million things. And like I could barely move. I demanded that I wash my hair. <laughs> so like I want to take a shower. And yeah, the like, nurses were like, no, I think we should get you back. And I was like, no, I like need to take a shower right now. So like, okay, well, we'll okay. just pack up this. Yeah, and, and they we'll had to like this. strap my catheter into a plastic bag. And... Right. Because like they're ready for a bath, which is pretty easy. Yeah. And like kind of <laughs> standard in terms of like what pregnant contracting women will mm-hmm. do to like. Right, yeah. right, right. So anyways, fast forward a little bit more, like you were still on quite a bit of pain. Um, oh, yeah. At the end of the shower. I thought it was getting better, but then at the end of the shower, there was this humongous contraction. I remember that one was probably, there was two that were really bad, one at the end of the shower and one during the epidural. And so did they give you the Pitocin really at that point or they'd given it? No. Okay. So they didn't actually give me the Pitocin until after, after the, the epidural, epidural right. actually, which thank God. Right. So we don't have any pictures of your mom in pain because like I was help, trying to be right, a good partner right. and manage. Um, but I remember not, like, I could not support myself getting out of the shower. I was yeah. in so much pain. Uh, I mean, not to pat myself on my back, but I did a great job at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like... I actually have no memory of you doing anything. <laughs> I know you were there and supportive. <laughs> I know you were actually, I should have just slacked off. I should just gone into DVD. <laughs> See you later. No, you were definitely there. I just, I don't even remember what you said to me or... It's I, a lot of, those, like, Low. There was like three or four hours. I don't have a very good memory of for the best. Um, so then you like were like, let's do the epidural. Yeah. Well, the nurses were like, do you want an epidural? And I was like, ah. And then they said something like uh, along the lines of, if you don't do it now, you probably won't be able to do it because you need to be able to hold still yeah, right. for the epidural. And, and my contractions were getting so bad and so frequent at that point that they were worried I wouldn't be able to hold still for the epidural. So right. they're like, you really need to do it now, which I'm glad they said that. Cause if I, I might've been indecisive cause I was, I wanted, I w- didn't mind having an epidural, but there was a lot of information about the epidural, maybe slowing down labor and maybe increasing the risk of a C-section. Um, but when they said this was my last chance, I was like, yes, please mm-hmm. bring on the anesthesiologist. And I think we were initially nervous too, because like there was a chance that you were going to be pretty big. So like mm-hmm. that was always like a possibility. Right. Like, yeah, a, a, that a C-section was going to happen. Right. And we really wanted to avoid the C-section if, if possible. possible. So, um, so the anesthesiologist came and he was nice. He's like, 
I remember him talking. We met him before, like we met him at five, like before dinner. He's like, when oh, I was well, still, uh, yeah. If you decide to have an epidural before this time, then it'll be me, and it's afterwards, yeah. so I'm going to be at a conference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so was, it was him. He was very nice. He was very nice. Um, and they were nice to explain it ahead of time, so we knew sure. what we were getting into. Um, and you yeah. didn't, you didn't watch it, did you? I was holding your hand while you were puking. So. Oh right, right. <laughs> I don't know. You could have been, like, peeking your head around my back to watch. That would have been in his way. Yeah. So, basically, they have me <laughs> sitting on the bed. You have to sit upright, mm-hmm. which was very difficult. And then you have to hold still. So, they tried to wait until... Between contractions. Between contractions. But, sadly, there was only, like, a minute or two between the contractions during that time. Because they waited till it ended. Well... They waited till they thought it had ended, but my contractions were like one on top of the other. Right. So it like peaked again while they had the epidural needle. And I remember like feeling like I was about to puke and being like, didn't want some needle lacerating my spinal cord. So I was like, I'm about to puke. <laughs> I remember screaming or right. something. And you puked into the bag. Yeah. He's a pro. He stopped and then he finished and... Mm-hmm. Um, between that and I think you did a little topper offer of more drugs. Yeah. Well, I think their needle placement. Anyway, too many details. But uh, it didn't start working within one or two minutes. And they did say, wait, up to five or ten minutes. But I thought it was going to be instant pain relief. And I was like, where are the drugs? I was like, I need more. And I think they gave me more. And then I think about seven minutes after they did that epidural, it was so blissful. It went gonna, from I'm, like no, the extreme horrible pain to no pain whatsoever. No and I show. felt like a kitten in a warm bowl of milk, just like so, so happy. So I'm showing this photo and this was basically probably as soon as the medicine kicked in. So your mom, so I had like, I was like, oh, now I can yeah, take a photo again. I have this huge grin. <laughs> so I just look so happy. Just like, yes, this is amazing. So they gave us the Pitocin to help speed things up too, but they're yeah. like, you just, guys rest. just rest, yeah, because there's more to come. Right. And it was, because I got the epidural at midnight, I think. Uh, this, well, what's the time stamp yeah. on this? Um, pretty sure it was about midnight. 11.30. 11.30, yeah. And so, you know, it's the middle of the night now, and they're like, you need to rest. And I was definitely tired at that point from all that had happened. And so, and so they, they turned out the lights. You know, I they, saw it all the monitors on. We put on Bob's Burgers. They converted. That we they converted the tiny little bench, bench. that's next to the to the two the year hospital, the bed. hospital bed. Yeah. To like my little sleeping cot, which, uh, FYI, super uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but we're not worried about right. your dad's comfort level at this point. <laughs> so we're like, okay, well, this is fine. This is probably gonna take a while because like you weren't super dilated at that point. No, it was only like, I think. Three or four centimeters dilated. It's usually at that ten. Point. One, ten is go. Yeah. So like, so I was like, oh okay. Well, like we made it through this really hard part. Your right. Your mom has got a lot of pain control. Right. That was really tough. But like both like your mom's heartbeat. I mean, heart, I think my blood pressure, pressure came down, down after the pain. Wes, your blood like your, your heart, heart rate yeah. like went well. So like yeah. everything went back to like where it should be. Yeah. So like. I so felt really relieved. Good. Your mom was doped up, so she was great. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to get yeah. as much as rest as I can on this yeah. little cot. Sadly, I was not able to sleep at all because they were still coming in every, I think, 30, 60 minutes to check my blood sugar and blood pressure. And so, right. but I think your dad slept for maybe two or three hours. 
well, right, then, like, I'm... And they thought my... we were, like, mad about Bob's Burgers because we just had it on, like, repeat. So, like, I'm mildly awake at, like, 3.30 mm-hmm. when the doctor comes, making the rounds and checking in on you. Yeah, they're checking in on, on me. But they had actually, at that point, at 3.30, had seen something on the monitor for Wes um, outside the room because they're all... They're, checking these monitors at, like, the nursing chase station. And apparently Wes's heart rate had gone down a little bit. It was making some dips. And they were concerned that I had lost so much fluid when my water broke that my contractions were pinching on the umbilical cord. So they were going to try to put, actually insert more water back into my uterus to cushion around that give you a nice little yeah a little bump yeah and i never asked them what would have happened if that hadn't worked like if like i'm a little worried that would have led to a c-section or something but before they did that they said okay well let's just see how far you're dilated you know before we do that as they're like prepping for this minor procedure and so I, I, I don't even think you were that conscious. Jason. I was just half asleep. Like half I was asleep. listening to that, but like it was basically like just uh, like a little like oh, we're just gonna check. Yeah, and, yeah. I was just like, it's like I no don't big need deal. It. Mom doesn't need any input from me. Right, right, right. I'm gonna rest. Right, while right. I can rest. Keep resting. So the doctor checks me, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> like the surprise, like oh," and she's like, "You are ten centimeters. <laughs> well, it is time to go." <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was like. The lights were back on, people were moving, and I, and I kind of had like a little moment of panic because I thought we were going to be there for much longer. Oh, yeah. Like I thought this birth was going to be like 48 hours or, you know, for something sure. like that. So and like the, the I lights? Hadn't, I had felt like a little, the epidural for the first couple hours, I didn't feel anything. And then like I felt a little pressure, but I wasn't really feeling much. So I had no idea that I was dilating that quickly. Right, and so like the nurses were like, "Oh yeah, no, it's really happening. Look, the doctors yeah, yeah. are scrubbing in." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I, Jason, I, I, I like, I like sit up. I'm like, "What? I'm <laughs> what like, is happening?" So I'm like, I was just like, I just need to pee, and I need to get a diet coke, diet coke. and then I'll be ready to like do to yeah. be like the good part. Yeah, yeah, be. yeah, yeah. So I think it actually took a while for them to get the doctors all there. Because so there was like a million doctors. There was a million like. doctors. So that was must have been three ish, three fifty. That was three thirty, three fifty. Three fifty are ready to go. Here's the video we recorded at three fifty seven. I'm going to turn it up. Three fifty seven. Oh. Nervous and excited to meet him. Me too. <laughs> I just said I was nervous and excited to meet him because I think yeah, Jason was like, take a little video. Like, how are you feeling about? going into labor now and i was just so nervous i like was barely whispering because <laughs> i was just like oh crap it's here now um yeah it was a little, so yeah i guess so the we, actual pushing like yeah so we started pushing at like four o'clock yep. yeah 4 a.m yep um and they kept god they kept asking you like is this your first kid Cause, yeah like, this baby is just like i think they were just trying to distract me i don't know i don't think so oh really that baby, oh well that's because so they so the procedure was to like push during a contraction mm-hmm. and then stop pushing when you're not having a contraction and just like breathe mm-hmm. and you would push once breathe push twice breathe and then push a third time and then right. stop 
And I wasn't feeling my contractions. I think I had like pushed up my epidural before that all that had started. So <laughs> I did not feel a thing That's during true, any dude. of this. I can, I can see it on the monitor, but they're like, all right, Allison, are, it's are time you to feeling, push it Yeah. Are like, you are you feeling it? I was like, no, like, no, no, not feeling anything. So Happy as a clam. So they'd be, they'd, they could you do this. And they'd be like, oh, no, you did really well. And like, and I thought they were just like consoling me or mocking me. But no, like, no. Oh, like, like I wasn't looking at all, but like they were, they were impressed. Yeah. What really killed me was so like between contractions, mm-hmm. like while you were resting or like right. while Wes was kind of recuperating, you'd be like, so you chat and you're just chatting with the nurses. Like, so how many nurses, like, how, how many, many kids, kids do did you have? have? Yeah. Like, how did you manage to, like, birth, like, five of them? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a veterinarian. Like, yeah, we have to have yeah. all these nurses around when we have a big litter of puppies <laughs> come. Oh, that's what I talked about. And I'm just, like, Doing a C-section on, on, yeah. Because <laughs> like, you're just, like, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was, I wasn't feeling anything. I was, like, I someone grab me some tea. <laughs> so, I mean, legitimately, like, you were only in, like, that I was only in labor pushing for an hour. For like an hour. Yeah. Straight, straight up like one hour. Yeah, because most women, their first start, I think, is like three, three or four to five, up to like six. six yeah, I've heard some hours. women. Yeah. Um, so you came real, real quick. Really less. quickly. Um, Those birthing hips they oops. kept telling me about. <laughs> and we've talked previously about meeting you and things like that. So Did we? I yeah. don't think we did. I think we did. Oh. So, but oh, anyway, right. so they. Well, yeah. So he was. Wes was born, and they. I put... declined to look while that was. Ha- I mean, I briefly looked at you. Oh yeah. Coming. Well, they asked me if I wanted to see, and they put a mirror up, and, and I was like, like oh, okay. Yeah, no. And then they kind of forgot about the mirror, and I was like, someone needs to put that mirror <laughs> yeah. away because, like, I cannot focus on pushing if I'm like watching this all unfold. And I just watched a little bit of the crowning, but I, didn't. Yeah. I was like, nope, I'm done now. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just gonna focus on my wife. <laughs> it's probably for the best. And then they asked you if you wanted to cut the cord, but you were like, no. Like, I'd previously reflected, like, no, I'm good. I, I think I'll, I'm gonna, like, I feel very connected to my wife right now. I don't mm. think I feel, I need to feel it by, like, waving a sharp object around. Right, right, right. <laughs> Both of them. And they put Wes on my chest, and he was all slimy and gross. Right, and I have this and like, f- photo of yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, lift up your shirt and... Oh, yeah, yeah, because skin on skin and... Is really important. And... Yeah, and I'm like, but I have so many, like, monitors and belts on me. How am I supposed to get this kid on, mm-hmm. and they're... on me? And then I'm supposed to wipe them off. I'm like, what is happening? Just Who a little is this bit, not person? And, like, all the movies make you think, like, you're just going to fall in love with this creature as soon as... Oh, I didn't realize you had all these photos. Um, and I was just like, who are you? Like, I don't know just what happened. I did not feel, I don't know, I thought I was supposed to feel, like, super maternal at this moment, and I felt anything but maternal. I don't know. And I just remember feeling really guilty, like, I'm supposed to, like, fall in love with this person as soon as I meet him, and maybe I'm a bad mom because I don't, like, automatically love this person. Sorry, mess. I do love you immensely now. Um, and I remember worrying because I was going to look it up at Jason. I was really worried he was going to like have all these loving things happening inside him and like crying out of joy that he's just meeting this person. And I look up at his eyes and he has the same look that I think I have on my face of what just happened? <laughs> Who is this? I don't even know what's like. Ah. Do, you, do you think if like it was more like, I guess... 
And they always tell you, like, when you're, like, like you write a bird plan, but, like, everyone mm. has a plan until you get punched in the face, right? So, like, yeah. do you think because, like, our birth story, like, was kind of different, both a little bit different than we, earlier than we anticipated, and, like, because your active labor was so quick, like, maybe, I don't know if... I don't think so. I think I would have, maybe if I hadn't had the epidural, and I was... Just high on nitrous and stuff. Yeah, high on other things, or just so relieved you know how happy i was after the epidural i can imagine that if i hadn't had the epidural and i was in a lot of pain during active labor that after he came i would be euphoric just from like right not being in pain anymore yeah i can see that happening it was weird to see him see you and then like i'm gonna play the sound again like i'm sure i've probably played this multiple times by the time i've edited this all together but like the sound like was not what you expect like a newborn like yeah we first familiar goopy and slimy which is obviously they don't right. show a goopy slimy right. baby in the movies but like they show a three-month-old um yeah. but like, this is the sound you made and i'm so glad i shot this little video because like it's such a yeah i was expecting more of like a whale a really loud cry yeah it was just but this... it was reassuring because like I did remember feeling relieved that I could hear him crying and like, I felt like since he was crying, everything was okay. Right. No, he was like, he was healthy, hit a little, like everything was good. Mm-hmm. Like they were very efficient and like, I like held him and like I, yeah. I swaddled him. I don't know how they got him clean so fast. Uh, they let clean. you clean him a little bit, but then mm-hmm. they really did the did quick, quick everything yeah, and yeah. the identification yeah. and everything. So. Yeah. And Jason went with Wes to get him weighed and. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was there. Yeah. They were stitching it back up, yeah. I think, at that point. Oh, that's right. Then there was stitching that occurred while he was on me. Oh, those the afterbirth, too? They're like, do you want to look at the placenta? Oh, yeah. They tried to throw it away before I could take a look at it. And I was like, I no, made no. this whole new organ. First, <laughs> I want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I wish I could have, And like, I checked it out to make sure it was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, just all these things. So Yeah, everything went... Gosh, I'm just so happy because I had so many fears about C-sections or right. just horrible births or prolonged births or things like that. And I think his birth was only, let's see, water broke at 1 p.m. and he was born at 5 a.m. So 16 hours. And the end? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was in and out. I know. And then, man, they got me. They move you real fast. Oh, I was about to say um, Yeah. Man, it was like two hours later, or like maybe even an hour and a half, they had us move to another room, and I was just like... We had so much stuff, they're like, do you need like a cart, Jason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did bring a lot of crap. I mean, I'm sure everyone kind of brings a lot of crap. It's true. It was... Yeah. No, it was good to bring stuff, and I think at that point... I just remember holding and being like, I don't know what to do with them now. Like, we don't know anything about how to be parents. My parents were such a good sport. Yeah. Well, they didn't get there till later that day. Like, later in the afternoon. Mm, I mean, they didn't yeah. go, come to the hospital. They didn't come to the hospital. Yeah. I mean, they got, so they, they, got they, they got to our house the night before. Right. Yeah. We had the Bluetooth lock, so we could let them right in. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Anyways. So that's your birth story. Um, yeah. There's a lot more boring slash dramatic details later, but we'll, we'll save that for another yeah. episode. Anyways. Well, cheers. Cheers again. again. We love you, Wes. Thanks again to Allie for sharing uh, our birth story. Uh, 
it was a lot of fun to reminisce about that. Haven't decided yet whether we're going to have a, a website where you can see all these things, but I'll let you know if we do. You can follow us uh, on Stitcher, Apple iTunes, and wherever you find your usual podcasts. Uh, we're actually hosted by Anchor FM. Otherwise, tune in next week. I don't know what the order is yet, but hopefully you enjoyed. And Weston, thanks for letting us share. Take care. Oh, and totally forgot. So music is With the Whimper by uh, Josh Woodward. Sorry, that's the closing music. Uh, Opening credits is Livewire by Steve Combs.